What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Hall of Fantasy podcast, where we are here to help you get your golden jackets. Um, I am your host for tonight, Cody. Uh, Gerald is actually on vacation, so uh, we told him just, hey, go ahead, relax, enjoy your vacation. Uh, we'll, we'll pick back up and uh, want to wish Gerald and his family all the best and a safe travels home as you're, as you're getting back home. Um, so new for me, uh, hopefully this will be the last recording you'll hear from me from the old house. I am actually moving on Saturday. So uh, you should hear from me in the new home um, where you'll hear b- both me and Gerald back together, uh, have the band all back together and we'll, we'll bring, continue to bring you guys uh, premium content. Uh, tonight's episode is one that I've been fairly excited for, uh, where I'm actually doing a mock draft for our home league, our home dynasty league. Um, Gerald and I have talked about it a little bit in the past. It's uh, the Justin Jefferson trade um, went down in this in this home league. Um, so we've got a couple of people that are that make up half of the first round. Uh, Cody, um, who traded me Justin Jefferson, has picked 107 and 112. Um, and then Ryan, who has 104, 105, 108, and 109, um, which he received through trading Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins, um, they control half of the first round. In this Dynasty League, it is a 12-team Superflex uh, with tight end premium of half a point. So tight end receptions are worth one and a half points as opposed to just the traditional one in PPR leagues. What I did here, I tried to kind of put myself in the shoes of my league mates. Um, I tried to look at their roster construction, look at their window for winning the entire league, look at um, what other picks they had in the draft, even to kind of come to what I would do if I were in their position. So I'm drafting as if I am this person uh, and um looking at the whole picture for each one of them. Um, and again, this is just a mock draft. This hasn't gone uh, down yet. We are actually drafting on Sunday. So um, we've got uh, some pretty exciting stuff here on the horizon as far as that goes. And uh, there, you'll undoubtedly hear about how the draft went after the draft has taken place. Uh, Daryl and I will do something, um, even if we just throw it in another episode, you'll, you'll hear about how the draft went. Um, so with all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into the draft. Um, and we're going to start with pick number 101, which is Lenny in our home league. Um, and I think this goes without saying, take the best guy available, Brees Hall. Even in a super flex league, uh, Brees Hall's got that kind of talent to where he warrants the number one pick um, in uh, – just about every league. Um, you're going to want to take Brees Hall at the 101. Don't overthink it here. Um, he, I don't see much coming in the way of competition uh, from Michael Carter. I think that the talent ultimately wins out, and Lenny hits a home run um, without even having to uh, take a huge swing. It, just get a softball thrown your way and knock it out of the park with a Brees Hall pick here. Um, don't overthink it. Don't trade back. Take the guy. And, and move on. Uh, pick 102 uh, goes to Boris here. Um, and it for this one, 102 and 103 were a little difficult for me to kind of place. I kind of go back and forth on them uh, from day to day. Um, and, and I mean, even through, in, in 
intraday, I go back and forth on these two guys. But ultimately what I did, I ended up giving Boris Drake London. So the thing is with this team, um, neither running back or wide receiver stand out as more of a position of need for this team than the other. Um, they, they're both kind of in that same boat. Um, and ultimately, you're going to get a guy in Drake London that's going to be able to come in and compete right away. Um, on top of having a tremendous physical um, skill set and physical frame, uh, the guy's huge. And we saw kind of how uh, pitch was utilized last year with the um, with the red zone targets, the touchdown uh, touchdowns that he got, everything like that. So it turns into something that I kind of see good things happening for Drake London. Um, and while I have said in the past that I do believe Burks may be the better dynasty asset, um, London provides a spark for this team that could even help him out in the long run. Um, I mean, you would like to think a lot of people aren't going to think that Marcus Mariota is, you can get much worse from Marcus Mariota. Um, but ultimately he's going to take Drake London here. He's going to be real happy with the pick. And um, it, it's going to be another one of those where you can't really miss on, on the two. But he, he takes Drake London at 102. Next is Gerald. Um, and this is one that I really want to kind of get a little bit more insight from Gerald on. Um, I really want to kind of uh, pick his brain. But if in the competitive aspect of the league, I understand also the kind of want to holding the, the want to hold the cards close to the chest um, for this experiment and this mock draft. I gave him the next best receiver in this class, uh, which was Traylon Burks. Um, as, as we mentioned in the draft day one episode, uh, the Titans traded AJ Brown to get basically a doppelganger of AJ Brown. Um, the guy's huge. Uh, and he, he ran well for his size, too. So he's basically A.J. Brown reincarnated, and they're not having to give him all that kind of money <laughs> that, they, that they would have had to give A.J. Brown. Um, arguably goes to the best uh, quarterback situation of those first-round guys, and um, he's going to be thrust in a situation where he should be able to get those, those first-team uh, targets in those first team reps. I mean, you've got Robert Woods starting opposite him. Um, and it, it's going to be a situation where Traylon Burks is going to be able to produce both now and in the future, um, when, especially when Malik Willis comes in and takes over for Tannehill. Um, so Daryl, again, um, takes the next best wide receiver. And I think Daryl's very happy with this pick. I know that he and I uh, talk a lot off the air and um, he's kind of in the same boat I am. We both kind of go back and forth on London and, and, and Burks. So um, Gerald's not going to be disappointed at whichever one falls to him. But for this, it's, it's going to be Traylon Burks. Next up at the 104, uh, we have Ryan. And also at the 105, we have Ryan. So I'll kind of go ahead and talk a little bit about both parts in, the, in this um, kind of same conversation here. Because uh, it doesn't matter the order of these two. This is just what I would do in this situation. Um, so Ryan has traded a lot of his older veterans in favor of these draft picks and younger players. 
Um, so in doing that, he has left holes to fill in both receiver and running back, which kind of preambles my um, picks here in that he's going to take a running back, Ken Walker, uh, the next best running back on the board. It may take him a little bit of time to take over that uh, kind of 1A back, um, especially if for whatever reason they bring back Chris Carson. Um, but I can kind of see a timeshare to start off with between him and Penny. Uh, but ultimately, the talent's going to win out, um, and, and Ken Walker is going to be the guy there. Uh, so Ryan gets a, running, a young running back to fill there. Uh, and then he goes very next with the next best wide receiver on the board um, in Garrett Wilson. Um, so we, he's starting, as of right now, receivers such as Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Green, Will Fuller, um, who hasn't even signed uh, with a team yet. Um, so getting Garrett Wilson, um, who is a young guy to play opposite Elijah Moore um, in that offense with Zach Wilson, and also will have a lot of attention taken off and, and put back into the run game with Brees Hall um, is kind of open things up for Garrett Wilson. Um, I mean, we mentioned Ed from his um, from the draft day one show, he's an explosive wide receiver. He's fast. Uh, he, he's going to be a guy that uh, you can really look to to um, take the top off of the defense and, and really catch a lot of what's thrown his way. Uh, Garrett Wilson's one of those guys that is going to be a huge talent in the NFL. Um, so getting both him and Ken Walker at 104 and 105 is really achieving that goal that uh, that you look for or that Ryan is looking to do with trading a lot of these older veterans to kind of retool his team um, and push his window out a little further. Acquire draft picks make or let those draft picks hit and then win, win in the future the next pick um this one is a little tough what i would do in this case um if, if i'm caleb has to pick 106 i would try to trade back from the 106 however in this mock draft we're not doing trade backs so what I do in this situation, Caleb has Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, and Sam Darnold as his rostered quarterbacks at this point. There's one quarterback that is going to be thrust into a good situation in having Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, um, and all, all kind of different um, things around him that are really going to help him to succeed. Um, this is not me endorsing him as a superstar in the league or anything like that. I think he's going to be a startable quarterback in a super flex league. And 106 is honestly probably the earliest I would consider. And it has to be in the right situation, which in my mind, this is what fits. But um, taking picket here is going to give him that that other option to be able to start uh, opposite Matthew Stafford because we, I mean, we all know how Jared Goff um, has looked. We all know uh, that Sam Darnold may not even be the starter in um, Carolina. I mean, taking Matt Corral, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more in, in our later draft episodes. Um, but you, you begrudgingly take um, Pickett here. 
only because we don't allow trades. Again, I'll reiterate, if I'm Caleb, I probably trade back, but he's in a win-now mode. Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, um, I mean, looking at his roster, he's got plenty of wide receiver depth. Really, the biggest weakness on his team is that second quarterback. So I think Pickett will offer enough of a starting caliber for him to be in the contention for um, playoffs and ultimately winning. Next, we have Cody B with one of those picks from um, that Justin Jefferson trade. Um, and in this one, what I'm doing is I'm going after a receiver who tested really well at the combine, a receiver who um, is he's huge. I mean, he's six foot four. Um, he was the guy on his offense. Granted, he did go to the smallest school in North Dakota State, uh, but Christian Watson. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, this one was a little bit tricky to uh, place. There's no running backs worth considering taking this high, um, not at all in my mind, um, which is one of the things Cody was looking to do uh, within um, his draft and trading, um, which is why he ended up getting Montgomery. But um, you, you got to take the best talent available here. You know, Cody's pretty set still at uh, wide receiver. He's still got DK Metcalf. Um, He's still got Devontae Adams. So if he still truly wants to be in that win-now mode, Christian Watson offers that uh, because um, he's going to be more of a short-term player uh, with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Who knows how much longer he's going to be there, um, but he's going to be one of those guys that you can really rely on to get you to that point as long as he makes that connection with Aaron Rodgers. Um, so Christian Watson is the pick here. Um, Again, tremendous athlete, huge catch radius, just huge guy. Um, and, and I think he's going to be able to do well uh, in this offense. So Cody gets Christian Watson to kind of replace, not replace Justin Jefferson, but uh, to kind of try to fill a little bit of that void and, and get his team a, a little younger than what it is currently. Next, we have Ryan again with 108 and 109. Um, and Ryan is going to really load up at wide receiver in this draft. Um, remember, he took Ken Walker um, and then uh, Garrett Wilson earlier. Uh, Ryan's going to take uh, Sky Moore here with the 108. Um, and ultimately, I think that that's going to come from Cody taking Watson uh, because ultimately, whoever, whichever of the two that Cody doesn't take is going to be the pick for Ryan. Um, so I think that what happens here is he ends up taking Sky Moore, who goes to the Chiefs. He's got Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball, um, and he, he's a fast receiver. Uh, he's a little undersized, but uh, we've seen that work in this offense with Tyreek Hill before. Um, so I, I think that Sky Moore, with the draft capital they invested in him, um, he's going to get opportunities. And that's going to ultimately give Sky Moore a really good situation to go into that's going to produce for Ryan fantasy-wise. Uh, the next pick for Ryan here, um, I'm going to say he takes – Jamison Williams. Um, Williams is still recovering from the ACL tear that he had uh, there in the national championship game. But uh, 
with Ryan already stacking up at wide receivers and startable wide receivers, I think he's going to take a guy that could have arguably been the top wide receiver taken in this class had it not been for the injury and could honestly be the best receiver in this class. There's there's only a couple guys I would say that about, but could honestly be the best receiver um, in this class when all is said and done in Jamison Williams. So he kind of looks past the couple of guys that he has taken so far in this round. He's got a couple of guys that he can start. Um, so he takes Jamison Williams, who he's going to be able to uh, rely on in the future, which is going to make things um, a little easier in the future for him. Next up, we have Sid, um, and I think Sid is going to, um, again, take a receiver. As, as deep as this wide receiver class is, you're just going to see receiver after receiver after receiver. Um, so what I think happens here is Sid takes a route-running receiver in uh, Olav, Chris Olav. Um, so Olav doesn't really have the upside that we you would like to see um, out of a lot of these guys um, or compared to a lot of these guys, but he does have um, really good crisp route running um, uh, capabilities here. Um, the last word on sports even went so far as to say he may be one of the most polished receivers in this class um, with advanced route running skills. Uh, he'll be a good pick for Sid's team. Uh, Sid's in kind of a win-now mode. I made a trade with him a little earlier in the offseason as well, um, which we may have another episode on. Who knows? Um, but it, it's going to be something to where if you're picking at 110, you're picking at 110 for a reason as long as you didn't trade to it. Um, and Sid's got a good team, one that's, one that's going to be able to compete. So um, Olav should be able to come in. Uh, be that uh, number two opposite of Michael Thomas because we have not seen stellar wide receiver play out of um, outside of Michael Thomas in New Orleans, um, and you, you kind of hope that Jameis can get back to that uh, that um, kind of peak that he had. Yeah, it was thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions, um, but that was, he was able to produce uh, wide good wide receiver uh, numbers uh, when, when he was in that form. So. Um, you kind of hope he can kind of take a step back towards that and get Olave uh, back to where he needs to be. Um, and uh, th that'll be a, a pick that'll really fit Sid's team uh, well. All right, the next pick here at 111, uh, we have Jonathan. Um, and what I see here from Jonathan, um, I played him in the championship game last year. Um, so what his team needs is kind of that, that upside play. Uh, because he could have very easily beaten me last year. Um, I'll be the first to admit I very easily could have uh, been um, talking about picks uh, for myself here. But um, what Jonathan does here in my mind is he takes the, uh, who Gerald and I have both said could be the best wide receiver in this class, in George Pickens. Um, his team is in the win now mode. Um, so it it kind of, Goes against the grain a little bit um, as far as that goes. Um, George Pickens may take a little bit of time to develop into that guy. Uh, the Steelers do uh, develop their wide receivers really well, though, um, and it could ultimately be something to where in the next couple of years, George Pickens 
is that wide receiver one for the Steelers. Uh, Deontay Johnson may not be back. Uh, he's going to beat Chase Claypool out of the job. I, I feel very confident in saying that. Um, so we're going to see uh, George Pickens be able to play in, out, outside on the perimeter and be able to offer a big-time red zone target because that man, he's huge, and he can, he can catch the ball, uh, just about any ball that's thrown his way. As long as he gets out of his own way with a little bit with the character concerns and the injuries, um, Pickens is going to be an absolutely tremendous weapon to add to this uh, team for Jonathan. And lastly, the other pick in the Justin Jefferson trade, pick number 112, which would have been my pick, um, but again, um, I did trade it away, um, is Cody B again. Um, and with this one, I do think that we have our third running back off the board in the um, in the first round. Um, Cook's got huge upside. Uh, we talked about how utilized both um, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss have tried to be with the Bills. However, they have not been able to really put up any kind of fantasy relevant numbers, um, <laughs> despite their utilization. Um, James Cook is that kind of like get get him out in space kind of back. He's the receiving back. He's the um, run to the outside, your stretch plays, your toss plays, things like that, uh, because he's got such good burst and he's got such good hands um, that it's going to kind of fit that mold that you want to see in a PPR league. Um, and ultimately, what I think is going to end up happening is he will be able to take away a little bit of the um, – of that running work more and more as time goes on from Devin Singletary and really emerges the back in that offense um, in a, a really good offense. Um, I've been looking at NFL power rankings and um, a lot, uh, most of them that I've seen have the Bills as the number one team uh, power rank wise right now. Um, I mean, with Josh Allen at the helm and, and Stefan Diggs there and Dawson Knox emerging um, it's it's going to be such a high-powered offense that James Cook really has no choice but to succeed. Um, uh, physically, he's a better back than Singletary. He's a better back than Moss. Um, he's going to be one of those guys that you can really utilize in whatever way you want to utilize him in. And I, I just think he's, that's going to be great for fantasy. Um, so Cody gets picked 112 as, as James Cook to add to that running back room where he what didn't really have that luxury previously without having to reach. Uh, so that's where I, I would go for Cody there. Uh, so run it back one last time. We have Lenny at 101 taking Brees Hall. We have Boris at 102 taking Drake London. We have Daryl at 103 taking Traylon Burks. We have Ryan at 104 taking Ken Walker. We have Ryan at 105 taking Garrett Wilson. We have Caleb, who should trade out of his pick, but since no trades are allowed, we have Caleb taking Kenny Pickett at 106. Cody B taking Christian Watson at 107. Ryan taking the pair of wide receivers in Sky Moore at 108 and Jameson Williams at 109. Uh, we have Sid taking Chris Olave. Um, we have Jonathan taking George Pickens, and we have Cody B taking James Cook. Um, so overall, 
Um, I'm excited to see what kind of reaches there may be. Um, I'm excited to see uh, how how accurate I might have been in um, guessing kind of what these people are going to do, uh, what they would do with their team, everything like that. Um, Gerald, I'm real curious to see what you're going to do uh, at that 103. Um, I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, you're going to get your pick of Drake London, Ken Walker, or Traylon Burks. Minus one of them, because whoever is taken ahead of you, you're going to have to just see that. But you're going to get one of those three, and I think you're going to end up being very happy with it. Um, I know you were looking at trading. Uh, you had the pick on the trade block. But if I'm you, man, I just I, I sit. I, I let it sit. I go ahead and just take the best available as they fall to me there. Um, and I don't think you're going to go wrong either way with with that. All right, and that brings us to the Hall of Fantasy Golden Jackets. Uh, my Golden Jacket for this week is going to these young quarterbacks that are putting in absolute work in the offseason. Um, Zach Wilson's put on 13 pounds lifting weights, uh, putting on 13 pounds of muscle. He's at 221. Uh, Justin Herbert's up to 245, uh, up about 10 pounds from lifting weights. Um, man's huge. I, I feel like... Um, a lot of people don't really understand how big he actually is, but he's a huge guy, uh, 6'6", 245. He's, he's huge. Um, we got Tua gaining mad respect from Tyreek uh, during these throwing sessions. Um, time will tell how that's going to look in the end, uh, but he's putting in a lot of work with his receivers, and uh, hopefully it works out for him and, and his receivers. So to wrap up, y'all stay tuned for this Hall of Fantasy uh, Dynasty League that Gerald and I will be starting. Uh, we're going to uh, be posting some stuff about it here uh, very shortly. We hope to see a lot of interaction there um, on the tweet. We hope to see a lot of you uh, looking to, um, to join in, um, and, and we'll make decisions as far as that goes um, based off of um, a few different things that Gerald and I are look at, looking at. Um, as always, if you have any thoughts or opinions on our thoughts and opinions, uh, follow us and let us know about them on social media. Um, I am at Cody FF Dynasty One. Daryl is at Daryl FF Dynasty One. And as always, you can find the show at Hall of Fantasy FB on Twitter. Appreciate all the support you guys have shown to us. Uh, we look forward to interacting with you guys more and more as time goes on. Uh, we look forward to bringing you a ton of premium content. I uh, look forward to hearing about your fantasy golden jacket moments. Um, stay tuned. We will see you soon.